We're here at uh at Thunderdome at Josh and I shop. It's both of our shops. Even though Josh I pretty much carried on yeah, my back it's, solely. It's Josh's, yeah. Apparently he takes care of it. We're here with Bicycle Bob. Hey and uh introduce yourself. Where I mean, what's your What's your actual last name? Do I know your parents didn't name me Bicycle? Nope, nope. Nah, that's a moniker I took on myself. Uh, my name is Bob Lackner. Um, yeah, I'm a tattoo artist of 21 years, and uh, I've been riding my bicycle around America, just tattooing state to state for shit, man, almost two years now. For two years. So for a lot of years before that, you were stationary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a home base. I was in Durango, Colorado, working at Your Flesh Tattoo. Uh, for 11 years of that. Before that, I, uh, you know, originally from New York and uh, started tattooing out in New York in 98. And uh, yeah, worked there until probably about 2005, 2006. And then, uh, yeah, I was stationary in, in Durango, Colorado for 11 years. And um, so you, uh, this isn't the first time you've traveled though. Cause I, I've no, cause you've been at the, I mean, so far you've been at the shop tattooing for a day and I haven't talked to you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, we haven't been able to say anything because you've been waiting for, for yeah. this podcast. You yeah. didn't want to know anything or hear anything. Yeah. Or, yeah. Well, I was like, yeah, how do it's I? It's very hush hush lately. Yeah. Well, because I tried to, I, yeah. I mean, we, I tried to interview Josh, but I fucking, <laughs> I know fucking Josh's life. So it's, uh-huh. it's fucking boring as fuck. But <laughs> I was like, <laughs> obviously this dude probably has like, one or two cool stories. So yeah, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't bore you all. Waste them. I don't yeah. want to waste them. <laughs> um, so, I mean, solely a bike. Solely bicycle. Pedaling. Yeah. Pedaling Everyone hears a- bike and they immediately just think, oh, he's on a motorcycle. Yeah, whatever. You know, that's cool. Yeah, it's cool. And then when, when I drop, it's a bicycle pedaling, carrying all my fucking gear, going yeah. state to state. Like, I think I'm like, Oh, a little over 10,000 miles right now, you know, that 10,000, 10,000. So, yeah. Cause we saw you when you first came up, you had a bunch of saddlebags and that's, oh, yeah. that's all your shit. That's everything I own, man. That's all I own. You only own like four pairs of pants or like how many? I only have one pair of pants. Man. What? <laughs> <laughs> Just one. Oh, I got about four or five pairs of underwear. <laughs> Bro. So got, how, yeah. how, how do the, <laughs> how them fucking, I want, you know what? I bet you they don't smell good. Yeah, sometimes no, I only got one pair of pants. I know, dude. but yeah, right? you're, you're, <laughs> that's yeah. all you need, dude. Yeah. And you buy but a new pair. I got a pair of shorts, out, pair of pants. But you're not fucking Lance Armstrong, dude. You're, you're yeah. not riding around in some Levi's for fucking ten thousand miles. No, I mean <laughs> I have some riding gear too that I wear on long, longer rides, and you know this is my worker tire, a pair of jeans, and you know a couple of t-shirts and shit like that. Chill, dude. Yeah. That goes in the front, front left back, yeah. dude. Oh, totally. Yeah, keep that smelling fresh. Fresh, dude. Yeah. You leave, yeah. you put an air, a car freshener in that shit. Dude, oh. so <laughs> some Febreze on my nuts. Yeah, dude. So yeah. like black ice, dude. I get it. <laughs> so you, so uh, you know, from from you, you have done this before, though. You've you've. Not in this fashion, you know. This all started. Um, so yeah, I had uh back in 2016, I rode across America uh on a bicycle. And uh that was a that was a long time dream for me to do that. Um probably 12 years or something. I I was thinking about doing that. Uh so when I finally did it in 2016, I rode from San Francisco to New York. I wasn't tattooing, I did it just to to accomplish this long dream that I had. And, uh, yeah. And I did it. I did it quick, man. You know, I rode across the country 39 days, just shy of 4,000 miles, fucking bombed it across America, made it to New York, 
And then, uh, yeah, and then, uh, you know, that was that was supposed to be it of the adventure, you know, like, okay, cool, good for me, I did it, yeah, you know, and and I went back to Durango, and and man, within like the first couple weeks, man, I just felt stagnant, I couldn't sit still, I wanted to know what was over all those horizons again, you know, so it was it was hard, man, and you know, I was sitting in the shop and started daydreaming out the window, and and all of a sudden, it just clicked, like, fuck, man, if anybody could do this, like, well, you could fucking do this, like, you could make this work, set up guest spots, you know, um, I know enough people in the industry to make it work, and, and you know, places where I don't, like you guys, you know, it's all about just reaching out, yeah, and being yeah, like, yeah. yo, this is what I'm doing, could you guys help me out when I come through, and, and you know, it's, you know how the tattoo community is, man, yeah, yeah, very yeah. supportive, Most, yeah, and, I mean, because especially when I saw a bike, I was like, no way this motherfucker's riding a bike. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. People want to hear that fucking story, man. Why? They want to be like, yo, what do you do? What? Yeah. Yeah. What is this about? Um, well, he's on some Forrest Gump shit. He's yeah, going to get tired dude. one day and walk home, dude. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I'm almost at that point sometimes I feel, but um, no, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's the sense of adventure, man. It's taking time and seeing America. And, and honestly, I just love riding fucking bicycles, man. You know, bicycles and tattooing. They're both like, my main passions, you know, so to combine both of them and just, you know, I was in a situation where, you know, I was, I was working a lot and, you know, I had bills and all that stuff and I just got tired of paying the fucking bills, man. You know, I didn't want to have bills anymore. I didn't want to have anything anymore. I had an apartment full of stuff that I was just like, why do I have this shit, man? Maybe it was a midlife crisis. I don't know, you know, but, um, yeah, I got rid of everything I own, got rid of my bills and fucking hit the road, man. And so, because I, I was listening to you talk to somebody. It, that's why I have it. You know, I was like, I can't fucking, because I have so many questions. Uh-huh. How like, how the fuck do you ride? I mean, I understand mechanically. Like, you get on a bike and you just ride it until yeah. it stops. I understand. Yeah, you paddle. I understand. Yeah. But, like, if you stop in fucking the middle of a goddamn desert, do you just lay in the dirt, go to sleep for a while? You pitch uh, a tent? I, you know, I got my you- tent. Yeah, I got my tent. I got all my camping gear. But, yeah, sometimes it's like that, man. You know, I mean, I try to make my destinations point A to point B. Um, be somewhere around 80 to hundred miles a day, you know, but there's times where, you know, shit happens. You don't get as far as you thought, or, you know, you just have these long treks that you get to, or you're just in the gut middle of goddamn nowhere. You know, if that's the case, the sun's going down, I'm getting tired. Yeah. I'll just push off the road, pitch a tent, crawl in, go to sleep. As soon as the sun starts rising, man, I'm going to get up, you know, pack it all up and keep riding. Keep and, you, trying to you, get- and you were saying Google has a bike it has it has like a bike route yeah and it'll tell you so you because i was when i was like are you just like riding down the side of the fucking 10 the whole way or and you're like so, i mean sometimes you know interstates the, the legality of it changes depending on where you are uh but yeah if you go on your phone man google maps will give you a bike icon and that takes you hopefully um the less trafficked way uh less cars but man it could also get you some fucking shit dude they don't Sometimes that shit has taken me straight in it from like a paved road to a dirt road to a path right into a fucking bush. Is it that was the that was the pin was on a goddamn bush? Well, no, it, it said keep Just going forward. They told me to keep going. I have to keep going straight. I'm like, I can't go straight. And then you got to fucking backtrack and, you know, find your way around shit, you know. So it's not the most reliable. It's taken me through. Um, certain places where I guess uh, restricted roads, private roads, shit I shouldn't be and shit, shit I could probably get in trouble, um, you know, but you just kind of push through it and get through it and keep on keeping on, just really, keep, man. Keep yeah, on, whatever. Yeah, yeah, just keep on trucking, man. So you I've know? been, ever since you got here, I've been trying to equate how fucking long a mile is. Uh-huh. For, for two days, I've been trying to think in my brain, how long is a fucking mile actually? And I was like, it's from here to the post office. I was like, that ain't no mile. 
And I was like, is it from here to the light? Uh, no, that ain't no mile. Talking about the post office yeah. right across the street. <laughs> yeah. from the shop? Is that a mile? <laughs> Back and forth from there 10,000 like, times. How many miles do I live from the shop? You know, yeah. I look it up and then I'm like, how many miles does Josh live? Same kind of miles, you know? Yeah. And I was like, but, and he's like, yeah, we're like 8,200 a day. And I was like, good, fuck it. I mean, how how long is how? That's an all day ride, man. Just yeah, just constant. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I take breaks. I you know stop for lunch and you know. But are you but are you pumping? Like, I mean, you're fucking riding this shit, or are you just cruising? <sighs> oh man, it depends, dude. Every every place, every everything's different. You know, you're talking about there's elevation gain, there's fucking headwinds, there's all different things that play in the factor. You know, I rode up here from Dallas. It was 260 miles. I did it in two days. You know, and I had a pretty strong, decent tailwind, thank God, both of those days. Yeah, yeah. So it just kind of helped me coast around. If I had that same mile per hour headwind, that shit would probably would have taken me three to four days to get up here. Um, Headwinds are going to kind of keep you from getting, like, you don't even feel like you're going forward sometimes. They could be brutal, dude. That's the thing that would, like, I mean, it would just break your spirit so fucking fast, a a strong headwind. so if so you're you're just if what if that happened okay if you told us okay like, hey, we're i'm gonna be there i'm gonna be there thursday because remember when you hit us up i i, I put it on our big calendar because i can't i'm incapable of remembering fucking anything right so he's got pre-alzheimer's yeah i told josh it's not gonna <laughs> it's I, kick it in early yeah i told him i was like when i'm old i'm gonna be the goddamn same it doesn't uh-huh. even matter like, just get used to it yeah now, just get dude. used to it now when i'm old you'll be like that's he's been that this way he's been this way so what if you are are late i, I mean do you Prefer. I've never been late. Can you check the wind? I mean, you lick your finger and stick in the fucking air. Oh man, I look Google? at I look at weather every morning when I wake up. Um, I look at it for the next week. I try to give myself leeway of a couple of days to get to a ne- the next destination. Okay. You know? Okay. Um, I've never missed. I've never been late to a shop. Uh, I've probably over the past two years hit probably around thirty to thirty-five shops. Um, never once have I been late. So yeah, I, I'll make it do. Even if I got, if I got to ride all goddamn night, man, I'll ride all goddamn night. You, you just know, keep I'll going. get there. Yeah. I ain't going to be late. To so is it that aside from the obvious danger? I mean, you, cause, cause I know we've been fucking just turning your fucking ears inside out talking about fucking diesels. Yeah. Diesel trucks you, diesel for two goddamn days. you guys are my <laughs> And then, and then you're, you've been sitting there quietly, you know, and then, uh-huh. and then you're like, I fuck diesels, bro. And yeah, I was like, why? Like, yeah. dude, he's like, they drive by, you uh-huh. know, and they're, so what, I mean, what the fuck are like, cause I, I'm just trying to like, I, every situation uh-huh. I try and be like, could I, could I do that? Like if I'm watching, uh, you're watching Alaskan crab show fishing. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah hell yeah. yeah right. Yeah. Everyone's watched it. Yeah. Has everyone thought like, Hey, could I do that? Could I deal with that shit? <laughs> and I'm like, huh? well, I mean, it looks cold, you know? And I was like, it's cold. An entire fucking wave just landed on one dude. Right. Like, yeah. You know, like. 10,000 gallons of water just went down that dude's whole pants. Uh-huh. And it's like right above freezing. So that's probably inconvenient, you know? Uh-huh. <laughs> that kind of ruined your and fucking like, day. That guy severed his finger by uh-huh. smashing it. And he's like, he's, but he, had he's to take a quick, he had to take a quick break. You know? Uh-huh. And I was like, huh. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know. But like, could I ride a bike? And I was like, man, I, I mean, just health-wise, obviously fucking not. I can't do that. But spiritually, <clears throat> could I ride a bike? And I'm like, what are the hazards? What are the real fucking hat? Like, what is shit? I mean, there's no way you rode around this whole country. No one's not fucked with you. You've never had any problems. Yeah, no. Nah, I mean, like, like we're talking like like diesel trucks and shit, man. Like, you get some rednecks to roll up on you and like coal roll you, man. Blast that fucking black exhaust on you. It honestly doesn't happen that often, but when it happens, it's just it's fucking lame. Whatever, you know. 
I tend to not react to it because that's what they want. They want a reaction. You know, I just kind of keep my head down and, and just, just don't give them, don't give it to them. You know, don't give them any like flip them off or get worked up. Cause then they'd be like, ah, you see how fucking guy you got fucking pissed. You see that? Yeah. Fuck <laughs> you know? So, uh, I mean, that's not, I don't consider that much of a hazard. I've never had any close calls with cars or anything like that. I've never been hit by a car. Um, I think the most challenging thing is the the mental game of it. Like you're saying, you know, with these, you know, Alaska fishermen and all that shit, man, it's a mental game. The majority of the fucking time, physically, whatever, I could pedal a bike all goddamn day long. It doesn't matter. Uh, but you deal with uh, getting into your own fucking psyche, you know, like you're out there on these long stretches by yourself, sometimes in the middle of nowhere, you know, and, and all you have, to do, all you have is time to think, and that could be fucking danger, too dangerous, you know. Like you start getting into sh- the little crevices of your psyche, dude, and and uh, and yeah, that's the hardest part of, of dealing with yourself. I mean, I could deal with myself, I think, for about a week before I start to fucking start to like lose just it. by just by myself. That's it. Yeah, maybe a quick conversation here and there, you know, but no, no real interaction with people. Because um, I, I mean, I've driven from from you know, Oklahoma city to, to Phoenix. I'll make that drive. You, I used to make it a couple times a year. I know Josh will go all the way to goddamn San Diego, but you know, one shot one. Yeah. I mean, well, stop, you know, tw- probably twice, right. probably stop right over, right over in, uh, in New Mexico. And then again, like in Flagstaff or Phoenix or right, something, and right. then drive the rest of the way. But yeah, on that, on that road, it's not, it's desolate. Yeah, it's desolate. Fucking a, it Cause I'm is. like driving Cause I was like, I know fucking Arizona. I know driving Arizona. I know like, uh-huh. once you get north of Phoenix, there's not a lot there for right. a long fucking time. And yeah. once you get on the forty, there's not a lot at all yep. for a long fucking yep. time. And then you're going, you know, you had talked about getting on stuck on a reservation because I know I was like, you know, that's you know that's dicey. Yeah, yeah, that was one of the things Google kind of fucked me with. Uh, give me directions from. Uh, from Santa Fe down to Albuquerque, you know, and it, it took me on this route that took me into Santa Fe National uh, Forest. And uh, there was a long kind of dirt road that got pretty muddy at times where it was like actually caking up in my in my fender wells, you know, where I would have to like, I think like four times I had to take apart my whole bike and clean out my fenders because my wheels wouldn't even turn anymore, you know. And uh, and I get to the end of this road and there's a, um, a park employee sitting in his truck. He had just put up a cattle uh, gate for the night, you know? And he looks at me and he goes, where, the f- where are you going? I'm like, I'm going to Albuquerque, man. He's like, you can't go this way. I was like, what? Why not? He's like, yo, that's all reservation land down there. You don't, you're not allowed to even be there, you know? And uh, we got to talking and stuff. And he was like, I don't care if you go or not. I'm just giving you a heads up, man. You can get yourself into some serious shit going on to, onto their land. They don't want, you know, other people on their land. Uh, but the other option was to go all the way back and... I don't even know what, man, you know? So yeah, I, I hopped the reservation land and, and, uh, I made it through it, you know, but talking to somebody after the fact about it, they were like, yeah, man, that was pretty dicey. Cause if you got, if I got caught by like a tribal cop, I would have got arrested and they probably would have confiscated my bike and everything on it, which is everything I own. My tattoo gear, my camping gear, my fucking, my livelihood, you know, would have been fucking you're, gone. You're everything. Yeah. Everything. That's all I fucking have in this life is what's on my bike right now, you know? Um, so it would have been starting from scratch again. So, but it, I mean, it, all in all, you got through it. 
You know, mm. did, I mean, did you see people? Did you, I mean, oh, yeah, they were looking at me like, what the fuck is this guy like, doing? Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. You're probably, dude, yeah, I, I imagine, yeah, no. you know, you got, you know, tattoos, riding a bike, you're doing, yeah, yeah. I mean, it took me, it took me into the, into the uh, native village, you know, and, um, yeah, I mean, as I'm rolling down through these like dirt streets, like people outside their house are just kind of watching fuck? me go, you know, like, what the fuck is he doing? Um, but you know, I just kind of, Give him a little nod and a little wave and keep on keeping on, man. <laughs> and so you, uh, so right now you, you were in Dallas. Mm-hmm. Where were where were the stops before? That? I mean, where where did this exact? Because you you said too that you you before you did this this trip with your tattoo and you rode all the way to Alaska. I didn't go. I didn't. I, I didn't ride to Alaska, but uh, so I rode. I'll give you the whole run. That I left out of Durango. I went up north through the Rockies, up to Denver. Fort Collins, over to Salt Lake City, um, kind of zigzag through Utah a little bit, down to Zion National Park and Lake Powell, drop down into Arizona through Flagstaff, um, you know, Jerome, Sedona, all that kind of cool shit, uh, down to Phoenix, over to Vegas, down to uh, Salton Sea and that whole California desert, like uh, Slab City and shit, and then uh, out to uh, San Diego, and then all the way up the coast, Oregon, uh, Washington, you know, going up California, going through the, um, you know, Big Sur, the Redwoods, all that cool shit. Um, but then I hopped a, actually hopped a ferry out of Bellingham, Washington. And it was a three-day ferry ride up to Juneau, uh, where I tattooed in Juneau for two weeks. And then Juneau, I mean, there's no roads that connect Juneau. Well, yeah, I thought you went, I, in my head, I was like, maybe he... Yeah, maybe maybe you went through Canada. Like rode up through yeah, Canada. Yeah, I was like, maybe you rode through Canada. You know what, man? And and it's it's definitely a thing touring cyclists do. Um, but because the season's so short to ride in Alaska, if I had done that, because I think it's like two to three thousand miles to go up through Canada to get to to Alaska. So by the time I got there, I would have had to immediately turn around and come back. Or you would have had to live way earlier. You would have had to leave yeah. way, way fucking yeah. sooner. Most people who, who do that whole Canadian American highway shit. Um, they'll like fly up to Alaska, start there and then ride down through, you know? Um, so yeah, I hopped the ferry. I went up there tattooed in Juneau, fucking great experience. Um, worked at high tide with Dave Lang and it was fucking awesome. Dave and Emily are great people. And then, uh, and then threw it on a plane and flew to Fairbanks and then rode the interior of Alaska for a couple weeks, uh, across, you know, the interior on the old Denali highway, which is, I think 180 miles of just beat up dirt road that just because that, that was the first because di- didn't they they it it was real hard to make one in the first place and then didn't oh yeah and then so that was the first one and then they made a new like yeah good one. and now there's a, there's an actual highway that's a little bit north of that so um the old uh, uh, the old Denali Highway is is more of like uh kind of just a touristy thing to do people like usually drive across it but I mean it's a beat up fucking road is it like old 66. It's did, not even paved. Did you? Oh, it's it's just dirt. It's a dirt road, man. So it, I've always I've heard these laws in Alaska, uh-huh. right? Where it's like if you see someone on the side of the road, like you like have to help them, or you have to like, you know, if it's too cold, like you know, it seems like because of the obvious terrain. Sure. You know, if you're out there and you know, because I've asked you before, have you ever run out of water? And you're saying a, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, as far as Alaska, I don't know. The, I don't know the law on that, but man, Alaskan folks are pretty. They're just like that, man. You know, like they're willing to help you out at yeah, any time. I, I, I would imagine just because of how, I mean, you have to, how yeah, are you going to not yeah. be, you know? And they know what's up, man. You're, I mean, shit, you're in the fucking, 
it's it's the last frontier up there, dude. It's yeah, wild up nowhere. there, man. Yeah. So did you ride any of that? Did you go into any of the stuff that you know was not a explored trail? Do you, I mean, do you? Nah, I kind of stayed on that road, man. I, you know, I crossed that road in a couple of days. Uh, went up into the old Denali, uh, went up into Denali National Park, and then kind of took the highway down. Uh, but I didn't get off. You know, honestly, man, I'm not a I'm not a wilderness fucking dude, you know. Like I just like to ride bikes and shit. So okay, the okay. whole like, I mean, yeah, the whole time, man, it was it was kind of nerve wracking. The the whole aspect of grizzlies and all that because that's man. real shit. That's, oh, not, that's real deal shit, man. It happens because I know up there. you know, and you're in Northern California. So you're like, oh, there's bears. And you're like, yeah, there's not yeah, fucking yeah. bears there's, here, bro. There, well, there's bears in Colorado. I never really yeah. Fucking, I mean, yeah, nah, people, whatever. Yeah, you know? not, I mean, there's fucking there's bears in Arizona. You're like, yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they're fucking everywhere. But yeah. then in in Alaska, like, no, there's fucking bears here. Yeah. Don't, yeah. don't go fucking around. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was funny when I was tattooed in, in Juneau, man. You know, like I had one client. He came in for the con- uh, consultation. We were talking about shit. And he's like, you got bear spray? And I'm like, nah, man, that's cool. You know, I'm just I'm going between here and, you know, the glacier where they have the, the camp spots and stuff. Probably 12 mile ride. But I mean, it's, there's a lot of, I mean, a lot of people live in Juneau, you know, so you don't think about it. Well, you know? you're in a city. You feel, yeah. you feel like you're in a city. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. There's fucking McDonald's right there. There's no yeah. bears around here. Whatever. Yeah, there's no fucking, yeah. 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 He he laughed and the next day he came in with a can of bear yeah, spray. Hooked he's, you like, up, bro. he's like, oh yeah. Yeah. He's like, dude, keep this in fucking reaching fucking, distance he, at all times. Well, he blessed you. Oh dude. yeah. 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 Did yeah. you, did you see caribou or anything? Do you have, uh, I mean, what animals? Have you seen a lot of animals? I've seen some. Yeah. When I was up there, man, I, I you know, definitely some moose. Um, I saw a lynx, which was really fucking cool, man. Those things are like, they just look so animated, like weird puppets. Like, yeah, they do. They, they are. They yeah. Do, they like do, their like, feet and stuff. Yeah. They're all like, fat. Yeah. 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 Totally. Is a moose that big? Moose fucking big, man. And they say too, the moose actually, you got to be more cautious yeah, with the moose. Than yeah. They don't want the to bear. do it. They don't want to deal with your shit. Yeah. And they just, they just, they're they're temperamental man and they could just react for no reason like a bear you could actually actually watch and and kind of tell if he what his you know demeanor is but um like moose would just start charging for no fucking reason um yeah so i saw that i mean i saw i saw a grizzly um had some black bear encounters um yeah but but not not too too much man nothing there was one, I mean, one incident, I almost ran right into a black bear and her cubs, which was kind of a little bit dangerous, but. Hell yeah. 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 yeah I kind of backed off just in time and gave her her space and it was fine. Black so, bears are a little wilier, huh? They're saying up there, dude, they're saying for some reason the black bears have been attacking more and more recently. Yeah. And they don't really know what the scenario is, what the situation is, but they, they're becoming more aggressive. So, and I mean, almost, you got to watch out for the black bears a little bit more than the grizzlies right now. I yeah. mean, if you're dudes jumping bikes off their backs and shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> With their cubs right there. Fucking, yeah, dude. yeah. They don't want that shit, man. Dude. Who's this you're asshole? Tail grab, baby. You hit it. <laughs> dude, kiss the, kiss the lip, dude. <laughs> Tony Hawk pro skater on the back there, dude. Just touch it. Bang, dude. Bang. Do that. About to unlock him, dude. About to unlock Dave Beer on it, dude. <laughs> uh, so you, so you got to Alaska, and then, you, and then you just rode back, or no? I got to Alaska. I rode the Interior, went down to Anchorage, and then flew back to Portland. Threw my bike on a plane, flew back to Portland, and then uh, yeah. So I was in Alaska for a month. I rode probably seven hundred fifty miles or so through Alaska, and then uh, flew back to Portland. And then uh, rode east out to Columbia River Gorge, 
up into Washington and then uh, cut through the panhandle of Idaho and through Montana, Wyoming, and then drop back through Colorado all the way through New Mexico, like hit Albuquerque and uh, down to Las Cruces and then Cruces over to Austin, Austin to Houston, Houston to Dallas, Dallas to here. So just like that. Yeah. So day one on your bike, dude, after you sold all your shit, uh huh. And you're just sitting out on the sidewalk with all your shit and a uh-huh. fucking just in a bag. Uh-huh. And you're just like, okay, here we are now. Let's, yeah. It's time to fucking you just do this. Pedal man. south, dude. Just start <laughs> riding. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, day one was kind of a shit show, man. I fucking I left and uh I got a maybe five miles out of town and my bike wasn't handling right, man. It was it was kind of shimmying a lot. Uh, there was something wrong with my front fork, you know, and I kind of had this like meltdown on the highway and <laughs> like, I was like, like what like, the <laughs> fuck, man, you know? And, and so I was like, okay, man, I got, I got to get this bike into the shop and have somebody look at it. Something's not right with this. And, and, you know, I had left my, my apartment was completely empty the night before I just had some, um, Tempur-Pedic pad and some blankets and shit that I slept on. And when I woke up, I t- scooped it all up and I threw it in the dumpster and I hit the fucking road. Left my keys in the mailbox to my landlady. So I was like, ah, fuck, I'll just go back. Yeah, I'll, ca- I'll call it a false start. You know, I leave tomorrow. I was like, I go back. I get, I scooped all my shit out of the dumpster again. <laughs> I laid it back out, man. Yeah, and I was slept like, like, then you slept like Josh for one night. <laughs> I, like, I had a pillow, man. Oh, you had a pillow? <laughs> Josh, um, Josh is a fucking savage, dude. He don't believe in pillows or comfort altogether, crazy, dude. dude. <laughs> So next, so day two. No, I actually, as soon as I did that, man, I get a knock on the fucking door. And uh, this dude's at the door. I'm like, yeah, what's up, man? He was looking for my landlady because he's like, yeah, I'm here to paint the apartment. (laughs) So I was like, well, fuck, because I told her I was leaving. So I was like, well, I guess I'm fucking leaving. So I threw the fucking bedding back in the dumpster. <laughs> so like I said, yeah. You didn't maybe be like, I'm going to set it next to the dumpster this time. You no, I was like, fully I, well, committed I got, again. Uh, yeah, that's it. I got nowhere to go. So uh, I went to my buddy Tom's shop and, and hung out with him a little bit and bitched about life. And and uh, I said, fuck it, man, I'm going to go. And, uh, and I left anyway, man. And I dealt with my bike fucking. I was bombing down some Colorado mountains and my whole front end was dangerously fucking shaking, dude. I thought the bike was going to fall apart. Dude, it was going to come off like Forrest Gump's rickets, dude. <laughs> fucking A, dude. <laughs> That's how you shred, know when you go fast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so riding the Rockies, dude, down the downside, dude, are you just going like a hundred fucking miles an hour? I mean, Oh, when you're descending, it's awesome, dude. Yeah, yeah. Hitting pro- I probably max out around 55 or something like that. God on a damn. Fucking on a bike? speed, yeah. Because yeah. I feel like I've gone fast on a bike before. I never gone 55. I went it's, like 35 on a boat. Yeah. And that felt like I was going Mach fucking 20, dude. It's so. fucking exhilarating, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'll get you going. But then, the, the you know. And then, but when you get to the bottom, dude, and you got to ride a bike vertical for fucking 17 miles. How's that Some, feel? Sometimes you're hiking. Like, <laughs> dude, I can't. My, I mean, my bike's 160 pounds with all my shit on it, dude. And like, like anything over 6% grade, there's no way I'm pedaling that. You know, so I'm I'm pushing it up and hike. I mean, I, the highest I think I I topped out in Colorado was like eleven thousand and change. You know, and um, I pretty much had to hike, push that bike probably five miles to the top of that fucking pass. Fuck. Um, with cars passing and all this kind of shit. You know, you're sweating and cursing, but you get to the top, you take a photo with the you know the elevation sign, and then you 
jump on, you bomb then it down, you, then man. You, then you fuck off. Oh, you know? and it makes it all worth it. It makes it, uh, all that shit goes away when you're fucking bombing down a mountain, you know, hitting those speeds. And, and so yeah. are, are you documenting this? Are you, are you, are you, are, I mean, have you been, or do you plan to? I mean, the only documenting I'm really been doing, um, is just my Instagram page, you know, like, like when I first started leaving, you know, like I would kind of get into the nitty gritty of days and what happened, but it's kind of weird because the more I'm out here, um, it's like, it's just becoming everyday life. That's yeah. how you live. I it's, mean, it's, that's yeah. how you live. Yeah. yeah. So it doesn't even seem that unusual. It doesn't seem that, it doesn't even sometimes seem like there's that much of a story behind it. It's just like, like people ask me all the time, you writing a book, you're going to do this. You know, I'm like, no, I'm just living my fucking life. This is how shit is. I'm homeless on a bicycle, <laughs> fucking tattooed around America, man. So, you're, I do. so after here, after after here, uh, where where's what's the what's the plans? So yeah, here I go hit up Fayetteville, um, and then up into uh, Missouri, um, through Springfield to St. Louis, and then over to Nashville, and then up to Kentucky. But that's gonna take me to the end of May, and then I haven't started um, really planning out summer tour yet. Um, part of me debates taking a break for a year, settling in a shop for a year and just kind of um, like laying roots again for a minute. Um, but we'll see. We'll see what happens, man. It's, that's still down the road for sure. So if, um, but you don't have an immediate plan. I mean, are you, are you going to live on a bike the rest of your life? Or do you think at some point, like you're for sure going to stop and pick a state and, and deal with it? Yeah, I think this whole mission, man, it's kind of a, it's an exploratory mission, you know, like, um, you know, I lived in Durango for 11 years and I remember the first time I went through there and, uh, from day one, I was like, fuck yeah, man, this town's rad. I want to live here, you know? And I did. And I guess kind of part of me is waiting to see if that happens again. If I get that, that call to like, yeah, dude, this is what I came out here to find. This place is fucking cool, you know? Um, but yeah, we'll see. I can't say I'm going to do this forever. I can't say I'm going to settle. Um, it's just kind of see where kind of waiting to see where the road spits me out, I guess, you know, like just keep doing it. And, and wherever I end up, I kind of end up. So is it, um, it hasn't been hard tattooing. You've been, you've been making money. You've been doing okay. Yeah. Yeah. I've you've been, been having fun. Myself. Yeah. You've been having fun. Yeah. 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 Okay. It's been cool. You know, I mean, I think the tattoo part aspect of it, um, it's been interesting to find the balance of it all. Uh, when am I riding too much? When am I tattooing too much? Um, cause I go back and forth, but, um, the tattooing aspect of it is actually in a way sometimes more enjoyable than the actual riding part because the riding part, man, you know, like I saying, you deal with your own psyche and shit like that. You're out there on your own. Um, but, the the tattooing aspect is the social interaction that like, if I didn't have, I would probably, I wouldn't be able to make it in life, you know? Um, so to roll in the shops and, you know, to hang with other tattooers, to hang with clients and, shoot the shit man is definitely is definitely the part that i need to to be able to keep going um so yeah the tattooing aspect has been been almost lately a little bit more enjoyable than the riding but fuck man i just rode through southern texas so there wasn't there that much fun down there you know <laughs> it's um yeah it's fucking nothingness down there but after a week's worth of tattooing, dude, fucking no, be by yourself on the road. Might not, not be that oh, bad. Yeah, not be yeah. That bad. yeah, yeah exactly. Mind and wind. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of, yeah, it's trying to find that balance, which I'm dialing it in. Um, and I almost find like it's it's almost becoming a thing where I just need to work on the weekends, ride during the week, work on the weekends, 
you know, anything more than two weeks of not being in a tattoo shop is too much for me. And uh, if I was in a shop for two weeks, I don't know. Maybe I'll be fucking losing it in a different way. I don't know. You know, it'd be, it would just, it'd, it gets, I mean, doing, it seems like anything for you doing the same thing for too long of any kind, dude. Day in, day out. Yeah. Yeah. Repetition, so, man. It sucks. So that, so, um, you know, that's fucking Great. And your bike, I remember I, I was asking you about your bike is, uh, you know, I, I, in my brain, I mm. thought you're going to have some like fucking excursion pack, dude. You're going to roll up and it was going to be like, like the Range Rover of bikes. Dude. You're going to have like, <laughs> a, a small trailer or something. You're uh-huh. like, no, I got like, like four bags. Yeah. Yeah. Those bags hold a lot though. Just, I mean, it holds everything. Yeah. It holds everything, man. Holds yeah. all of it. Yeah. Yeah. And then you were telling us the first night here, dude, you get a, a, extremely enjoyable. The first hotel was, was top notch. Oh yeah, dude! Fucking <laughs> some old, uh, some dude is old lady fucking screaming at fucking one a.m. next to me. She's banging on the fucking door. Let me in! He's fucking screaming at her. You're gonna break the goddamn door, you know? Like I don't know. Somebody fucking ran out of rocks or something. I don't know what the fuck was going on there. Uh, but yeah, it is you know colorful, so, uh, is- colorful. Uh, you know, living situation sometimes. Is that uh, what do you what do you think of Oklahoma so far? I like it. It's good. It's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, flat. It's pretty flat. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen much of it, man. I was just uh, more so kind of concerned about tornado season here. But, yeah. I remember uh, I, I was talking well, cause I was like, Hey man, <laughs> just real quick. Like riding in on storm <laughs> yeah. season, brother. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be a whirlwind event. Yeah. <laughs> catch like, a twister, dude. I don't know. Catch I don't, up on a day's fucking... <laughs> I don't know how many times you grab the devil by the dick, Bob, but <laughs> I was like, only when I reach around. I was like, I know you're fucking just riding a bike straight north into hell for a while, but yeah. I, you know, even was, just a quick hailstorm. Yeah, dude. Thinking. I was like, don't. Yeah. I was like, do that. I mean, obviously, I mean that the last hailstorm we had, we could see the hook cloud, you know, and like, yeah, we had rotation over the shot, like right no over shit. there. You can the, see it. Huh, yeah, you can see it. Cloud, That's when yeah. I I text you after that. I said, hey, right. Bob. What do you know about weather? Like, yeah, oh, you know what you're doing? Kind of windy out there. Huh? I was like, fucking real windy, dude. So listen. And I was like, it gets fast windy, yeah, you know? Yeah. Um, but it's, yeah, I mean, I think people, I mean, when I first moved to Oklahoma, I was like, what is it, just tornadoes on, you know, scheduled at noon every goddamn day? What's going on, you know? And then everyone's like, no, nah, not that much. It's, right. And then, and then. But when it happens, it yeah, can fuck. But it has to hit big. you. Yeah. That's, I mean, it doesn't have to hit, but I mean, if it fucking hits you, mm-hmm. you know, like fucking eraser dude it's like a fucking photoshop eraser across the whole map mm. you know so i don't know what that's like on a bike probably pretty fucked up yeah dude yeah, to say the you, least. See, you have to ride real fucking fast yeah, you have to start would, cutting bags yeah. off the side <laughs> <laughs> i was like lighten the load man i don't stand outside you know it's fucking gnarly yeah dude for some reason man it's been crazy i've always had like a knock on fucking wood man i uh i've always had somewhat decent luck with uh weather and situations and like you know other extreme environments going through the desert going you know like all this kind of shit like all these places yeah you fuck up it could kill you man you know um but yeah i mean i've crossed places that you know one week it was 120 and then it dipped down to 100 just as i was passing and then the next week it went Went back back up up. to 120 because you want you went through that edge you want the western edge of arizona did did you yeah yeah that's hot that's hot as fuck yeah Yeah. you know i mean i went that was 
fuck, man. That would have been like October-ish or no, something like not that. Terrible. Not too you bad. Not too much. Oh, like holy that. fuck. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, I was saying I lived in like Havasu and I was like, dude, it's hotter than a fucking crap yeah. right there, dude. It's I think the, the craziest the craziest heat I dealt with was uh, Nevada's Highway 50. Just dead. Just desolate. Desolate, dude. A hundred miles between even getting supplies. Hell between yeah. these little, little spots, you know, and Nothing grows higher than mid-calf, so there's no shade whatsoever, you know? And, and uh, yeah, and yeah, dude, you just got to fucking do it, you know? And and that was where the, the temperatures dropped down to 100. And, uh, you know, there was always a day that one of the locals driving by would s- slow down and be like, yo, you okay? You good? You know what you're doing? You need you water? Yeah. yeah. Like, I have no idea what I'm doing, but I have enough water. So right. I guess I'll be all right, you know? Um you should have put a you should have put a Huffy sticker on your bike. <laughs> <laughs> you okay? You're like, I'm out here, man. What's the problem? Like, oh my god, this guy don't care about anything. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but man, I've always I've always fucking made it through, man. Thank God, so far, you know. So, um, where, you know, where, where did you learn your tattoo? Where did you uh, I apprenticed at Peter Tattoo in New York on the Eric Desmond uh, back in '97. Started tattooing in '98. Um, yeah, I worked there until around 2002, I would say. Yeah. And that was real Peter tattoo. That was old school shit. That's the real that Peter tattoo. That was like, yeah, I hear kids talk about their apprenticeships nowadays and fuck man, you know, like how do you bitch and whine about shit, dude? Yeah, it was, it was, you know, it was old school, traditional fucking apprenticeship. You fucking pay, earn your dues and pay your fucking, you know, pay your dues, earn your stripes before you, anything's given to you, you know? So how long, how long did you have to work there before you could work somewhere else? Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I'm, just curious, that, do you? I'm just curious. Um, I'm just curious. <laughs> yeah. Well, shit, man. You know, I made, I made that a uh, very old school uh, agreement you when made, I got taken on that. I was, I was not allowed to go tattoo anywhere else again. Ever. Um, ever. Yeah. Anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was a fucking, I was a 19-year-old punk kid. Dude, so you, you just know? promised your life to Peter real quick? Uh, yeah, but it was job security, man. You know, and it was, you know, um, yeah, it was pretty much, hey, if we teach you, and I get it, you know, where it was coming from. Like, if we teach you how to tattoo, you know, like, we don't want you becoming our competition. Like, but at the same time, you know, you have a job for the rest of your life. And if you want to move, you know, you scout out a location, we'll open up a shop for you. You can run the shop, but like, you're pretty much ours now, you know? Um and yeah, man, I was young and just sounded like a good idea, you know. Like, well, I mean, it worked. I mean, it 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 worked out. So, it did work out. And you man. and you still have communication. You're still in good standing with everybody. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah, I still I'm still in touch with Eric Desmond. Um, uh, you past couple times I went to New York, I worked with him and stuff, man. And you know, he I owe him everything for you know what I have and you know teaching me how to tattoo, putting a machine in my hand, you know. Um so yeah, and you know I feel like I got the the real deal apprenticeship and and uh you know I mean it was wild, dude, you know, it was it was kind of on the the end tail of ta- the tattoo transition. Um you know from tattoo shops going from those kind of seedy fucking real joints, you know, mm-hmm. to like what we have today, you know, and and uh you know the kind of joints that like you walked in and you kind of walked on eggshells when you walked into a shop, man, you know, like it was a nerve wracking experience, you know, like a lot of tough motherfuckers up in the shop, you know, and, and yeah, you would be a little intimidated to walk into a tattoo shop. So you kind of conducted yourself in a different manner than you see people walking into these more salon type 
studios that we yeah yeah we yeah. have nowadays yeah 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 i see uh, there's always there's always um you know a lot of conversation about that you know there's always a lot of people and they have uh in either in, insanely strong opinions or not or, you know not not that much or mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. people i mean do you you know i mean how do you feel how i mean how do how do you feel about how 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 tattooing how tattooing is now and i don't mean like you know, oh, I don't like these kids or I don't like that. But I mean, you know, how like, do you wish tattoo shops were how they were like up there? Uh, you know, man, I see both sides, but I could definitely go on a fucking rant and rave about goddamn kids well, every, these days. Yeah, everybody, uh, everybody, yeah. everybody wants to, but you I mean, know, we, we sometimes, hear them. Sometimes those shops are fucking a little bit better. Sometimes like being on a prison yard, dude. You yeah. just kind of, you know where you stand, dude. Yeah. And you know that if you fucking, if you do what you're doing, uh-huh. they, they're going to do what they're doing and everybody's yeah. going to fucking get along, dude. Yeah. But you start worrying about what they're doing and not worrying about what you're doing, <laughs> dude. You're fucking have problems uh, you know i think to me it's it's more so that what what kind of gets me a little bit these days is the way uh certain clients conduct them their their behavior in a tattoo shop nowadays like i was saying back in the day i mean you would be so timid and nervous you know like you know when you come in i don't think it should be that way i think you should walk into a sh- shop and feel comfortable and greeted and all that stuff um but i think we see this fucking other side of these days where you know, you'll have Becky and all her fucking entourage of girlfriends, you know, rolling in, making themselves more than at home over everything in the shop, forgetting that, hey, we're trying to do a fucking job over here, you know? And they're like hovering over your shoulder, taking videos, gossiping, chit chat, blah, 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 blah. It's like, yo, you know, like, I mean, for some tattoos, they love that shit, you know, they they welcome it. And, and I, you know, I could deal with it to a certain extent. But I think, you know, there's a certain level where it's it starts to, you know, they start to forget that, hey, we have a job that requires a lot of focus, you know? Well, and w- some, yeah, some, I, I totally get because our shop's open. So we've had people, you know, we have no fucking counter. Uh-huh. You just walk in, you're in the middle of the goddamn, you're in, you're in the pit, dude. People yeah. will walk in and, and like just walk lean, right lean up, up to against the, the goddamn massage <laughs> yeah. table yeah. Yeah. but they don't even know the person getting yeah. dude, You're like, yeah, kick hey, your, kick your light or something, yeah, you know, yeah, like dude. bump the table and all this shit. And you're just kind of like, God fucking damn it. Like, man. Yeah, they don't even realize. Yeah. You know, and you tell them, hey, go, you know, most people, because we put, we put chairs intentionally the fucking opposite. So most people, mm-hmm. 99% be like, oh, the couch isn't right next to this fucking massage table. So I'm going to go chill right there where the sitting place is. Right, right. And it's not a problem. Right. But I I understand what you're saying when there's a lot, you know, there's a lot of extra. And, and I was, I, you know, I haven't, I've been tattooing for like 15 years. So I've been tattooing as long as you, but that, um, that period between when you started and I started, a lot changed. Absolutely. Lot insane, Absolutely. insane amounts. And then yep. the first couple of years I was tattooing, uh, that next, you know, and super change. Mm-hmm. So TV shows, man. Yeah, TV I, shows. And people, uh, I think I, you know, people used, they would come in and they would say, you know, whatever you think. And it would legitimately be like, yeah, we should do this. Perfect. You know, mm-hmm. and there's still a lot of people that do that, but there's, yeah. you know, I was having trouble with a lady earlier saying, you know, she's like, well, my boyfriend drew and I want it. And I was like, unless your boyfriend's in a tattoo, we're going to draw good. Right. So right. You're going to have to, yep. you know, and then, you know, we'll see, we'll see how it is how it is in person today you were working for it i saw you you know yeah yeah, yeah. the guy in here today you were working you know and then you and then you know sometimes you just got to remind yourself well you know we are providing a service you know absolutely we need to to be grateful to these people and 
you know, work with people, um, you know, on all different levels. Uh, but yeah, I mean, shit, man, 21 years tattooing has changed quite a bit. Uh, sure. You know, tattooers have been ta- tattooing, you know, 30, 40 years would probably have way more to say about. Oh, happened, yeah. You know? I, I but, wonder that. Cause yeah. I'm like, you know, I'll make reference just like, you know, is, you know, we were, we were talking about kind of, you know, sh- you know, shop businesses stuff, you know, and you're like, what is this? The nineties? Like, uh-huh. <laughs> like what's the shop split? It's like, <laughs> Shop gets 65 and you get to fuck off. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> like you're you get a job. The shop gets 65 and you get you're allowed to be here. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, like any issues with that? Do you fucking fire yourself? Do you quit tattooing? And you're like, okay, no problem. You know, and then nowadays you know someone's like, yeah, six, you're like, fuck, like who the fuck's gonna work here? You know, right, <laughs> like, yeah. what are you talking about? Yeah. But I was like, you know, uh, I made a meme about something like that. And then Shanghai Kate come on. She's like, you should have heard about the seventies. And I was like, Oh, I would, I would yeah. love to hear about that. Cause what the fuck was going on then? Cause it was probably a lot different. Oh, probably sure. A lot of different things. Yeah. You know, yeah. um, just a lot of good tattooing, yeah. you know, so people were still doing good tattoos, but, but uh, there was definitely more of a stronghold about like, yeah. You know what? I feel like what tattooers could and, couldn't do it you know what and- you know your 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 freedoms and 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 such you know and i'm sure oh, yeah. there wasn't a lot of negotiations i'm sure you didn't walk in shops and be like i feel like i deserve oh, like, no, you don't no. fucking uh. you know because i know josh has worked at shops where you don't deserve to breathe if you're not you, deserve to, <laughs> you either deserve to keep your teeth or you don't dude. Yeah. <laughs> or then it's like well now motherfucker you ain't even leaving we'll lock you in the shop overnight. yeah i remember and, the, uh, the old fucking i heard uh you know i I've worked in a few shops, dude, where if you if you left point blank, if you said, hey, I quit. And they're like, cool, dude, lock your toolbox. You're like, why? Because like, I need to get it all in one piece on my truck because you're fucking, I'm keeping it. Right, <laughs> you yeah. You're yeah. just like, oh, shit. You uh-huh. know? I'd, and I met people who are like, I left without all my shit, you know? Yeah, yeah. And then I've been in the shop and somebody tried to come get their shit. It was, I mean, it was a real half-hearted effort. He came uh-huh. and goes, I'd like my stuff back. And she's like, nah. And he's like, okay, then. I guess I'll fuck <laughs> off. But well, at Ace Tattoo at the at the top of the stairs, it, there's like a whole mural or whatever, and down at the bottom it said, "Watch your step and your mouth." Uh, it fucking didn't fuck around in there, dude. Yeah. And he would keep your shit if you left. If yeah. you left and didn't take everything that you fucking came there with, dude. It's almost like you gotta take it before you it quit, up, dude. Yeah. Yeah. But it, but I was in shops where it was a precarious situation where like you know nobody wants to leave. I mean nowadays in my life, like I'm not leaving anywhere in the middle of the fucking night. Like I, you know. I, I'm, I guess I, I'm just not dealing with anybody directly anymore that I have to fucking leave in the middle of the night. But there right. was, there were shops where, you know, if you had a shop key, dude, I remember, uh, a guy we had, he fucking, he, he quit the shop. He took all shit in the middle of the night, dude, turning alarm on and then fucking threw the key through the mail slot and like, they couldn't find the key. So he just was like, ah, he threw it through the mail slot, like one under a table or something. Right. Uh-huh. So they were chasing this dude around thinking he stole the key. And this guy's fucking tripping you know? right yeah and i was just like i mean you could have said it through i mean i don't understand why you had a fucking baseball pitcher through a fucking <laughs> mail slot but that's you know i i don't know how it would have went the other way right but it's uh you know i've seen i've i i don't know i i, I enjoy good firing though you know <laughs> like you know i usually don't feel comfortable if i haven't been fired from somewhere in a while have you been fired from shops? all the time dude oh really I've never been fired from a shop really yeah you need to fucking live Bob. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they know? beg me to stay no dude you need to go fucking <laughs> they need to throw you out in the street bob yeah. you need to fucking <laughs> you haven't fucking been doing dude, it right i thought i was getting my shit taken one time dude i got fired from this shop 
And uh, basically, I was working a convention, and the owner tried to come to the convention. I paid for to be at the convention myself uh-huh. in San Diego. I paid to be there, and he came. He called. He texted me, "Hey, can you get me and my girlfriend in, or or whatever?" And I'm like, "I don't know, man. Fucking, I'm tattooing right now. Like, I don't have time to deal with this. Just pay for the tickets." Like, so he gets all he gets, he pays for the tickets or whatever, and then he comes up to the booth, and I'm tattooing. And I don't like get up and like shake his hand or greet him or anything. I'm just tattooing, trying to get through a tattoo. And, uh, you know, whatever, never said anything else about it. Uh. I see him at work the next day, like Monday. And uh, he's all, you, you go ahead and pack up your stuff. Damn. And I was like, what, what do you mean? Like, <laughs> go ahead oh, and- you should have got me into that convention for free. So you can just go ahead and find another place to work. He's like, oh, and by the way, you go, go ahead and wait out front until I leave. And then you come back in here and get your stuff. And I was like, All right. some kind of trick. Like, <laughs> this is a big ass motherfucker, too. So I was like, I guess I'm waiting out front, dude, until you leave because I don't really, I don't, if I want my shit, I don't really have much of a choice, dude. <laughs> so I stood outside and, and sure enough, dude, fucking, he left. And then the, the counter person came out there and she was like, You can get your stuff now. And I was like, All right. And I put it in the car. And I drove to another shop and got another job yeah, used, right away. I used right to on. do that. Fucking, um, never, he didn't I, fuck with your with your gear though. No, no, no. Right. no. But I never fucking didn't have somewhere to in work. In the car, dude. in the car to the next shop. My tattoo stuff never was at home. It was always it was always in a car on the way to the next shop I worked at. Right, right. There, yeah, I mean. But I got fired a couple times. My brother fired me once and then took my station. No shit. Oh yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's cold like, ass dude, shit. He is, dude. He's, dude. He's, Cold as fucking ice, dude. <laughs> but I deserved it. I needed fire. Yeah. You know, I'm yeah. fucking sure. Keep you fuck. humble, man. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> and then he's, he packed all my shit, dude. Like, imagine getting a box, dude. And then it's like, you know that game show where you got to go shopping as fast as you can? Uh-huh. That's how I did. But he just scooped all my shit. Just blank. Fuck yourself. Fuck yourself, dude. So it's just jumbled shit, right? Uh-huh. And then they're like, dang, you're going to take a station? He's like, yeah, fuck him forever. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> See you at Christmas. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> fired, bitch. Fucking find a new one. <laughs> you know, I always ask people that, you ever been fired? And some people try and lie. Well, not really. I was like, I'll just be fired. Yeah. Okay There's no not fired. really. You I don't did know. Or you did it. Try it, Bob. Yeah. Just once. Oh, huh. okay. Just go. Just, Maybe you guys will fire me tomorrow. If you want, no, leave. you got to, it's got to be like a thing. Do you got to be a, out of shop? Yeah. I got to have roots. Yeah, you gotta make yeah. you gotta you you gotta talk shit to everybody for yeah. six months about dude. Even before tattooing, I could I remember I've never been fired from a job, even before tattooing, and I've tried to get fired. I remember the last job I had before tattooing, I was working in this fucking mail room, in like I don't know, it was like this nursing like home nursing office. You know, they send nurses out to elderly people and stuff, and I was like the mail room attendant. You know, and. And uh, I knew I was going to start tattooing soon. So I, sh- I wanted to get fired, man. I wanted to feel it, you know? Like, I wanted that's, yeah. that's what I'm saying. I wanted it, dude. <laughs> Maybe that's, that's what you're you looking for, you Bob. It, that's what you've I needed been, in my you've been riding, it, Yeah, you've been gallivanting around yeah. the whole goddamn country, Bob, and all you needed was fire. Dude, dude go get a job at Target, dude. Just, <laughs> don't just start tomorrow, <laughs> dude. You think they were firing me? Like, dude, I... Just, I, I, just <laughs> go to get fired? I made that... Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, I made that plan. I told Josh, I said, what if I just went on my day off and got a job at Target? Just do whatever the fuck I want, dude. That last job, I used to sit with my feet up on the desk playing solitaire on the computer. And my job was like to go get people off or supplies. And somebody be like, hey, could you get me this? And I'd be like, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll be there in a couple minutes. I'm kind of milsing right now. <laughs> and I'll go back to playing solitaire, man. And yeah, I even, I mean, I told one dude, I got into a fight with one dude. I told him I was going to punch him in the fucking face. And 
Oh, holy shit. Nobody would fire me, man. I had to quit. I had to quit that job. You had to quit? I had, I was about dude, to they don't want to pay you unemployment, dude. Probably, that's probably what it is. They're like, this motherfucker's trying to get but fired I mean, how, to get unemployment. Just think about how far you could get at Target. You could probably lay on the ground. You could probably kick shit. They could probably do whatever I want. Do whatever the fuck me. you want. Yeah. yeah. In California, you could fucking, fucking... For fucking 10 years, dude, and they couldn't fire you at all. <laughs> Next thing I know, I'm like, ma- like regional like manager. manager. Like, what the They're fuck? Like, Can you help me out? You're like, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, he's a fucking he's a GM, dude. Wait, Wait a second. Like, I think it's, we're talking about a movie here. Because I was like, I have no you know and then here's i feel like such a piece of shit because if you were to do that you know because mm-hmm. i've i've really thought i was like man i don't have like a spare week to go to target but i could get a schedule but like i can only work at this time to this time and uh-huh. they're like okay you know but like the people that work there that's their whole life yeah you know they're like this is my whole life and i'm like I put on the red shirt brother <laughs> serious about it dude <laughs> Dude, or like the old dude wears a bow tie. You don't have to wear a bow tie. This is gonna be somebody that listens to this that works at Target. It's gonna feel so low right now. No, it's not. It's not. It's it's not about that. I'm not trying to. I'm not working at Target's not bad, but I have never done that because I felt like a piece of shit. Because uh, I because like because but on the other hand, I would fucking love it if somebody did a tattoo shop. It would be my favorite. I would let them if they're like, yeah, I tattoo. I got a portfolio. Lost it. <laughs> you're fucking hired yeah you know? and i was like let's bring see what it you on can do. you got you got your guns with you and they're like hell yeah and i'm like dude shut up you're fucking running them. and i would i'm just a piece of shit it's like a po- portfolio full of philip blue back pieces and you're like for sure Even no it's philip blue did it and you're like hell yeah you're hired damn you did all damn, these dude. backs by yourself like got a drool bond dude i could learn a thing or two from you brother damn dude Cause I and I've and I've seen you know I saw one guy that was like that you know had a banging portfolio and this is back when portfolios were like that's yeah, all that matters yeah yeah You're nobody like, even hey, looks at those shits yeah, anymore yeah. man everybody knows everybody we, shits I forgot we media. don't even have portfolios at the shop You're like you have pictures of your work I'm like yeah. no yeah. <laughs> no I don't what was the, like, what was the okay. last time you went to a convention and went boot to booth and like actually flipped through people? I don't know. These people started putting them on their convention banner, dude. So it was real easy. Yeah. You just yeah. walk by and you're like, oh, there's some tats. Yeah, and that's what they do. Ones. Okay. Yeah. And then there's a guy with no name. You're like, whatever then. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's like, it's just a skull. And I'm like, all right. Yeah. You know, it's cool if you put a fucking name on it. But so I could forget. That's my second favorite thing about conventions for learning 100 names and forgetting them all immediately. Oh, yeah. Immediately. In one ear, out the other. Immediately. And you're not even, because you know they forgot yours. Oh, totally. That's why, hey, what's up, man? Yeah. What's up, dude? Hey, guy. Hey, bro. Yeah. <laughs> what's up, chief? <laughs> yeah. You want to go smoke, man? So where yeah. you from? Yeah. <laughs> oh, we had this conversation before, oh, okay. We? <laughs> All right. Cool, cool. So since you've been, you've, you've been to so many shops. Yeah, yeah. You've been, you've been to a lot of them. Yeah. And I know, obviously, from traveling also that, you know, uh, a lot of it's good, dude, but sometimes it's a crapshoot. You know, yeah. it just depends. Um, as far as like, like, yeah, what are you gonna get? I mean, client wise, ev- everything. Like you know, yeah. every every city's got a thing, and, and you know, yeah. how is it working with so many new people all the time? Mostly, it's been. I mean, honestly, dude, I think it's been almost all rad, dude. Like, I mean, shit, all these shops that have definitely helped me out, and and you know, and let me come through and pick up work and stuff, and. And just, uh, I think too, the inspirational aspect of it's off the fucking chart, man, to be able to get out there and, and, uh, and just go work with, you know, different artists, see how everyone's doing things differently. And, and, uh, yeah, just see some of these fucking dudes just killing shit, working hard, man, pushing it, you know, living it. And, and, uh, yeah, dude, it's, it's pretty rad to see, you know, so many people doing so many good tattoos and, and yeah, just going for it. 
What uh, what are what are some of your favorite shops you you've seen so far? Oh man, I would, <laughs> I'd have to list off a bunch, man. But I'll try and go in order of what my trips been entailed so far. You know, like um, you know, going up. I think first, you know, I went through uh, shopping Montrose called uh, Fancy Rooster. Uh, Phil up there, super nice guy, man, doing great tattoos, beautiful fucking shop. Um, then up in Denver, man, you know, I had the opportunity to work with, uh, you know, the, the cats at Ritual Gallery doing beautiful tattooing, Think Tank, um, Mammoth American, you know, hanging out with William Thidman, man, that dude's just like, he's just a businessman on a whole different level, man. You know, you want to pick somebody's brain about like, you know, what we should be doing to sustain ourselves financially, you know, for our future, man. That dude's he's yeah. a, he's one of he's one of those, the smart guys. He's a smart guy. He's, he's, the guy he's investing. He's, yeah, he's the he's, guy you call yeah, when you need to know some real yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. He's got he's got some knowledge, man. So it's cool to go sit with him and hang out with him. Um, you know, up before cons. I mean, working with Curtis Burgess, man, that dude at Travel Rides. Oh, he's fucking he's sick. <laughs> that, God damn. that kid, man, he is he's on another plane of existence of like prep work drawings i mean you walk in he's got for one tattoo he's got like five different drawings of it and they're all fucking dope and he's sitting there going ah i gotta figure out one that's actually good you know and he's just like are you kidding me man um but that kid fucking pushes himself so goddamn hard man um and to watch him you know watch him just tattoo on a daily basis is just insane man yeah that's such a humble dude too like that dude is so humble such a genuine kid like like person man like yeah yeah he's really cool to go work with um you know from there i went through uh lost art in salt lake and and uh and down through arizona um you know working with aaron coleman uh oh yeah 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 that was was a trip dude yeah yeah his yeah, it, dude, Aaron, Aaron's a ripper, dude. Yeah, dude, and, and that shop, dude, that's like stepping back in time, oh, man. Hell that's, yeah. We talk about the difference between shops nowadays and like in the 90s yeah, and stuff, man. Plastered. That, that shit, yeah. Everything about that shop is like straight out of old school, man. You know, like the attitude, the, you know, I mean, yeah, that whole shop just covered in fucking such cool shit. For such cool he had a, He had like a... He had a bunch of like original, all like Sailor Jerry back pieces. Like, I'll just tattoo that shit. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was like the original. I'll just tat that. Yeah. If you yeah. want it. And I was like, God. Yeah. 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 Craziness, man. And, uh, you know, going through down like uh, San Diego, working with the dudes like a guru, you know, like I've worked there, did a guest spot there before. And, and it was cool to kind of watch how they, those guys have evolved. You know, I've known eric cooper you know shit man i met him in hawaii like back in like 2003 and man, he's been, he's sick yeah he's we've been buds ever since and we we actually i moved out to huntington beach when he was working in hb we both worked at hb tattoo and back in 2005 we lived together for a brief brief moment but to see to see how far he's come man has been super cool and um and yeah just going up the coast like the tattoo gallery in, in huntington beach uh, working at Costa Mesa, um, at Port City Tattoo, man. Like, oh those, man, that's ripping a, that's a shit, show. dude. You know, that's like, stacked. That shop yeah, is stacked. Yeah, like Mark Navas tattoos are fucking amazing and shit. And, um, you know, just to be around that creative energy. Um, you know, up the coast in Oregon, uh, Olympia Tattoo and in, in, in Olympia Tattoo Company in Olympia, man. They're doing some nice tattoos there. Uh, Stacy Jascott owns that. She was actually the one who who hooked me up with uh, going up to High Tide, 
uh, and she yeah, because I, I was curious about Alaska. I wanted to go to Alaska, dude. He's he's down to have anybody who wants to go up there, man. It's just you know a lot of people bail on it because it's kind of expensive to get up there, man. But I went up, dude. I fucking I was busy as shit up there, man. You know, doing well, cool tattoos. That, that's what that's what I I just I just want to see Alaska. Yeah, I yeah. Want, I want to see. Some yeah, of. yeah. It's cool up there. Um. Yeah. Trying to catch some salmon, dude. Yeah, I just want to catch one salmon. <laughs> trying to catch a couple, dude. With right. by, hand, by hand. I just want to, I just want to grab by one hand. like a quarter machine. Just uh-huh. catch one salmon. <laughs> Wrestle a bear for it. <laughs> Not, you know. Yeah. I just want to see one from far away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. then, uh, what was this? You said you said it was low tide. Uh, high tide. High tide. High tide yeah. tattoo. Yeah. 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 I'm gonna have to look into that. Yeah. Yeah. So, there are red people up there, man. Very hospitable. So. Keep the roster going, coming down. So, yeah, let's see. Uh, so then coming down, working with Jacob Redman in uh, Coeur d'Alene, Idaho was cool, man. man oh, you yeah, know. yeah. I, um, I missed him when I was in Post Falls, Idaho. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, just doing cool big tattoos, man. I was only there for a couple of days, but I think every day he was, you know, doing a full front or a full back. Something tough as fuck, man, you know, like type of fucking tattoo, you know. Um, going through Missoula, Montana, working at Black Owl, uh, was oh, really did you, cool. Did you meet Mike Schaefer? Uh, he wasn't there, man. He, uh, I think they were out doing a convention. Like I rolled in and I know like Ian was about to, to head out. I think it was like Seattle convention or some shit like that when I was rolling in. So, uh, I never did get to meet, meet him. Uh, but the rest of the cats at the shop, man, they're, you know, such good folks, the type of shop that you roll in and they're just like, Hey man, where you stay? You need a place. You were going out getting beers tonight. You know, like just fun time. Um, beautiful little town, you know, um, you know, great tattooing going on there for sure. Um, and then, yeah, coming through down through, I guess, uh, that would bring me probably to Albuquerque, uh, worked at star tattoo with my buddy, Jason Ward. Um, uh, he's been holding down for Albuquerque forever, man. Um, cool little spot there. And then uh, down to Las Cruces, work with Tick at, at Black Rat, man. And that was a trip to kind of watch her work doing fucking, you know, cool fucking just, you know, Jap fucking traditional gnarly ass huge tattooing, man. Uh, super solid tattooer for sure. Coming through Austin, working with the guys at uh, Royal Legion. What a fucking fun shop, man. It was like, fun? Oh, dude, it's that, such a fun fucking shop. That was the shop, shop that gave you the key. Yeah, that. as soon as you roll in, here's your key, man. And then, like, yeah, when I was leaving, <laughs> like, you're not, you know, we're not taking it back, dude. You're coming back here. You need that, you know? And, um, yeah, they got a kind of setup that's, like, like in the back of a, like, there's, like, a bar downstairs in a big courtyard. And they're a whole separate building, but they're upstairs, and, and it can get kind of wild up there, man. You know, it's fun. Like, oh yeah, it yeah, fun. it gets rowdy, man. Those nice, motherfuckers get nice. rowdy, you know. But they're all doing fucking really unique, uh, cool tattoos in Austin, man. And then, uh, yeah, over to Houston, working at uh, Battle Royale um, with Gabriel Massey. It's super nice crew, dude. Everybody there. It's a newer shop. They've been there for about a year now. Um, but yeah, everyone's doing solid tattooing and really nice people, man. And it was cool to hang out with them for a weekend. And then, you know, going through Dallas at death, death of glory, man, working with Sam Chamberlain, who's, you know, fucking probably, you know, a, a staple in Texas tattooing, you know, like been doing it forever down there and a lot of history through, the, through that shop, man. Great shop. Fucking 
uh, great crew and good stories. I mean, Sam's Sam's got a lot of stories for you, man. Yeah, you know, I, like, yeah, I met him a little bit. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was a trip, dude. And and then yeah, I think up to here. I'm hoping I'm not forgetting anybody because I don't want people to get butt hurt if I didn't mention um, mention your shop or or you or anything like that. But I've been super grateful for everybody who's who's helped me out, giving me a spot, you know, um, let me pick up some work and help me get down the road. You know, it's, it's been, it's been a trip, man, you know, like, yeah, the way it's just been turning out and, and it's just, yeah, it keeps flowing. So, oh, and then you're, when you get to, you're going to, um, brainstorm. Yeah. Brain, yeah. Brainstorm yeah. Yeah. Go work with Tim Martin and his crew over brainstorm in Fayetteville next weekend. You're gonna go meet fish and drew dude. Yeah. 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 yeah I've actually quite a few people I've, I've crossed paths with, uh, our friends with drew and everyone's, kind of talked highly of him and um so yeah it'll be cool to go hang out with them for a weekend and then um up through heart heart of fire in um uh springfield missouri and then uh that's a quick spot i think it's only two days and then uh up to trader bob's man go hang oh, out trader, trader bob's, bob's and all stars yeah that's yeah. that that shop is so cool to just go in and look at all the fucking flash, that's what i hear man. man oh my god i hear it's haunted as fuck i don't i mean i don't fuck with ghosts or nothing but yeah. i know uh like I'm not scared of that's the thing. I just I just don't care about them. I know I actually find it interesting. I don't. It doesn't. It doesn't like spook me. But I like I dig that shit, man. You know, and it's it's and, got. It, when I went there, they they were in, incredibly nice. Like, oh, let me show you all of our shit. And it's just right. like you know, however much shit we have on the wall, it's like yeah, that's all original. Everything yeah. is like original. And like yeah. we're running out of, we don't even have enough room. Just, yeah, you know, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that's I met awesome. Alan like years ago in in Maui our past cross in, in, uh, Maui, I was tattooing out there and he was living out there for me. He's a super nice guy, dude. And, and I didn't think he would remember me when I hit him up to, to see if I could get a spot. He's like, of course I remember you, dude. I've been following your trip. I'm like, yeah, definitely come by, you know? And, and when I was in Austin, uh, David and, and Lena that worked there, uh, they, they rolled through and, uh, on their way back from the West Texas convention. And, uh, they were the ones telling me to put the yeah the the shops haunted. They got the apartment upstairs and oh like, okay. yeah, all that I, don't, I don't know. I don't man. know. I don't know anything about it. I don't. They think they think it's Bob haunts the fucking shop, dude. They say that uh, you'll hear machines running in the back and you'd be like, yo, who's back there working? Like nobody's back there working, dude, man. Bob's still taking walk-ins. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> walk-ins from the grave. That's what's gonna happen, man. Plan, yeah. 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 <laughs> That's our eternity, right? right? Like yeah, I retire when the sun dies, dude. Yeah. After this, we're still gonna be taking walk-ins. Yeah, walk-ins in my grave <laughs> all the way in my grave yeah 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 so i'll be fun to get over there and then like i think uh what's after that uh, nashville uh shop dead ahead um don't know the cats man just kind of looked them up they're doing really beautiful tattooing man so i go hang out with them for a couple of days and then up into somerset kentucky um at this shop quality custom tattoos that uh that's also doing some really nice tattooing in kentucky you so. need to go you need, I need to go, you you need need to go see you the mayor of bowling green dude bowling green huh bluegrass barbarian yeah right bluegrass barbarian cool because people call yeah. us you, we're the bible belt barbarians dude, but he's, <laughs> but wes, wes carter he's the he's the bluegrass barbarian dude he's such a good dude even if you don't it, like even if you don't have time to tattoo there, man, uh, you have a chance to meet him. He runs marathons and shit. So oh no oh, shit, yeah, right yeah. on, cool. You guys are into torturing yourself. Yeah, so yeah. You, should go, <laughs> you go meet him, dude. Yeah, yeah. Josh went out there. I haven't gone out there yet. I want to go out there. He's my spirit oh. animal, dude. Nice, nice. And then well, if agreed. you go, uh, um, 
if you make it to Winchester, Kentucky, there's a shop called After Forever Tattoos. It's Mike Wilson uh-huh. owns it. Uh-huh. Somebody tagged me. Tagged Hell me. yeah, uh, dude. Like, well, I was looking for shops. Yeah, yeah. My, Mike, like, Mike Wilson. Mike uh, and, different, uh, different Mike Wilson, though, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and Chase. Yeah, the other Mike Wilson. Yeah. yeah. But no, he's been tattooing right there in Kentucky for a long-ass time. Man, he's fucking... It's, dude, when I went there, they're like, we're cooking dinner on the goddamn... Right out front of the shop, we're barbecuing. Like, Sick. And then uh, my... Uh, my dude Chase works there, and and he's fucking awesome. That's right shit, like you have to if you're even near it, uh-huh. just fucking go, dude. It's a fucking where in Kentucky, fun. Winchester, Kentucky. Winchester. Okay, Winchester, oh. Kentucky. Make a mental note. Yeah, everybody. Like if you say like, hey, I'm going there. They're like, oh, that's where you're going. You're mm-hmm. gonna go see Mike. Mm-hmm. You know, but Mike's like, dude, he'll tell you like, Mike was telling me a bunch of wild shit. He's like, well, we opened up the shop back in when the fuck ever. You know, like <laughs> way, way, whenever. He's like, we didn't, have, we, you know, I didn't have an apartment. I lived in the shops. So we just, we just take a take a shower in the mop in the mop sink. And I was like. Did you still mop these? Oh, like, hell yeah. We didn't have multiple. Like, just, <laughs> yeah, you just, I mean, it's the only run of water, you know? Dude. Dude, cowboy bath, dude, in the yeah. mop sink. Dude, dude. <laughs> took a prison shower in the shop, dude. dude <laughs> Got to keep the nuts from smelling. Yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> now you have to go there. Um, what about Europe? Uh, who knows, man? You know, I set out, um, I set out to do all 50 States. Um, so that was kind of my goal when I left to ride and tattoo through all 50. And, uh, I mean, Europe could definitely be a possibility if I'm not exhausted by the time I finish America. Like, I feel like that would be sketchy as fuck, bro. Europe? I think they're more bike friendly than America. I think so? I think so, man. What about people friendly? Yeah. They don't have guns, right? <laughs> yeah, like you're in Oklahoma. They don't have guns. Like, right. well, everyone here does. Yeah. I, mean, I think it's like I think people would say no matter where you go, man. That's my opinion. You know, well, there's good pe- there's a percentage of good people and and a percentage, a small percentage of shitty people, no matter where you go for the most part. Um, you know. And I've heard from people that have traveled a lot, a lot, and they said that America was the most dangerous place. Like I'm from America and it's the most dangerous place still. He goes, huh. I've been in other countries, felt safe. No right. problems. He goes, the only time I've ever been robbed, America. The only right. time I've ever been, you know, it especially traveling, doing that kind of stuff. The only time they ever had any trouble was, you know, um, was it was in America. I know that South America is different, you know, right? Yep. You know, because um, I mean, I've never. Hey, Josh, where where did you go? You went to that convention. Where was it at? In Panama. Panama. Mm-hmm. How, it was pretty it, cool. It was cool. Yeah. yeah, it was easy. I mean, it was easy enough to get in and out of customs. It was actually harder to get back in, dude. I got pulled over, like walking through with my wife they pulled me into secondary because apparently there's another josh ross that's on probation oh no shit and so they were like grilling me in this room and i was like i had a half open bag of coffee and uh-huh i was like are they fucking taking me down right now dude? <laughs> dude, <laughs> like, you're doing a dime and you just i got like fifteen hundred dollars in cash and i'm like what am i gonna say about the cash i have you know dude, <laughs> like, all this coffee sounds like you just get pulled aside at airports in general man dude i got turned away from canada <laughs> hell oh, yeah. no shit yeah, yeah I've, heard, to... I've heard that being a thing for sure oh yeah, yeah. yeah the internet yeah because i've uh Canada, I have I have to have problems. We have people from Canada that come, you know, uh, they come and just hang out. They definitely don't tattoo right. or work at all. Right. But they just come and hang out. Yeah. There's no problems. Yep. But Josh sure as fuck I turned away, dude. I could have uh, told you that before. Well, you it was, went, might have been the 1990 Chevy Blazer that was painted like a fucking tiger shark. <laughs> plane, dude. They but, didn't appreciate. I mean, I don't know. Dude, they saw him more yeah. like, nah. Uh, no. And I was like, I got some tattoo machines. They're like, really? And I was like, yeah, I don't leave home without them, dude. Yeah. Like, do you leave like, home without your gun? And they're like, we're not allowed to have guns. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> we leave home every day without them. Yeah. <laughs> right? And like, dude, matter of fact, you should just go back home and keep them there. Yeah. 
Get but they failed to to discover my ashtray full of fucking roaches that I didn't even know were there. Oh damn! Because I had bought the car from my buddy Ed uh-huh. and drove it across the country from California, and I was living in Ohio. And then so I drove up to Detroit to go across, and uh, I hadn't cleaned the car out apparently. And so I got home later on, like a week or two later, I was like cleaning it for some reason and fucking ashtray full of fucking half smoked joints. <laughs> huh. But they, they didn't, didn't let you in. That. They didn't let you in anyway. They let me so, in. Yeah. They let me in, dude, under extreme duress. Yeah. Say that. yeah when dude. I went across my wife, my wife's like, I'm going to drive. And I was like, I'm wearing a jacket. It's going to be fine, dude. My wife's like, you know, we used to go to Mexico. You know, we go across Mexico and Arizona, dude. But going into Mexico, dude, I'm surprised there's even a fucking guard. Like, he's right. like, whatever, bro. Welcome. Yeah. You yeah. know, do whatever yeah. you want to do. Coming back, they'll be like, you have this? Yeah, cool, whatever. But when I went to Canada, you know, it was snowing. It was like midnight. You know, we were, we were going to drive across. And we thought, uh, you know, I was like, okay, well, the phones are going to work. We called the phones are going to work. So we're going to have maps. We're going to do this. We have a hotel. We have, we have all the shits lined up. And the guy's like, where are you coming from? Like, oh, we're coming from here. Where are you going there? You have kids? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, where are they at? And I was like, with their grandma. And he's like, okay. Judging your parents. Dude, they, yeah, skills. I know. Where's your kids? <laughs> I forgot them. I don't know. And then <laughs> oh, he came, shit. Yeah. And then he came back. And he's like, you have anything in the car? And I was like, just, just us. And he's like, where's your kid? And I was like, still back with her grandma, you know, and he keeps talking to you. And I can see my wife like visibly starting to get like, did, did we leave our kid? Like, did, and I was like, it's, she's starting to crack her. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> like, like, How long are you going to sweat me here? Right. And then they're finally like, welcome to Canada. And like, they're just like, uh. fuck you. Right. Fuck you. Welcome to Canada. As soon as I cross the border, immediately phone stop working, dude. It's a blank screen, Apple maps with a blue dot. <laughs> dude, no no roads. And it's like kilometers now. And I was like, Okay, I, I saw that coming, you know, and I was just fucking stupid. Dude. I, I printed out a thing. I was like, miles per hour equals a kilometer. So I had this piece of paper and I'm like, yeah, babe, it's like 78 miles an hour here. <laughs> She's like, it's not 78. How fucking much is it? You know, and then we somehow fucking made it, you know, downtown Vancouver mm-hmm. with a no, no map, you know, and it's. That was sketchy. Just how people used to do it back yeah, in the day, Yeah, just olden days. <laughs> yeah, just you know, fuck it, you know. Horse and buggy and all that kind of shit. So when people were like, I'm going to go backpack Europe. I'm like, bro, I can't fucking, I can't backpack fucking 10 miles past the Canadian border. I'm fucking <laughs> done, dude. <laughs> can't do it. All the way fucked. So but you you go across and you get your back, you, you're getting your back done. Yeah, yeah, it's almost, it's almost done. And where are you getting that at? I've been going to Sweden and having uh, Peter Lagergren do it. And uh, yeah, we got like one small six hour session to, to finish it up but uh just a small six just a hours small. small i mean shit dude we go over there i do you know he does normally on larger projects it's two days in a row six hours a day you know so um yeah i kind of i went over there three times for double sessions and then he was in america ah shit last this and then this past december to december before that so i went out to florida met him in florida we did two days over there um yeah, so we're close. We're close. You almost, you almost done yeah. with it. Yeah, stoked. What's the what's? The, I have one question. What's the wildest place you've ever had to take a shit, dude? You know you're riding for like a hundred fucking miles, dude. Just on the side of the fucking, fucking dude. The real question. Yeah, yeah, it's time to fucking yeah. get it out, man. Dude, this I mean, whole you're time. working through it, dude. Yeah. You're fucking burning some toxins, <laughs> oh, dude. Yeah. And you fucking yeah. just. Shit hits the fan, dude. Josh been waiting for a whole wow. hour, dude. I'm just like, that's all cool, but listen. <laughs> What's your bowel you movements like, man? You gotta ease into a question like that, dude. Oh, you gotta get him just like, come off the top rope with that one, dude. Like, 
Where's the weirdest place you ever took a shit before, dude? I mean, shit, dude. I've definitely splattered some, you know, bushes in the middle of nowhere, man. But like, I would say porta potties usually fucking oh, those shit. Man, that was coming up here. I had to take a shit in fucking right outside Dallas, man. It was a park with all these porta potties, man. The fucking goddamn shit sprayed everywhere, dude. Oh, God. Um, yeah. Um, other than that, man, yeah, I think I just shit outside and. You know, use the toilet when I can find it. Where's the most picturesque place that you've taken a shit, Ooh. dude? <laughs> yeah, there we go. Ooh, damn, Because I'll watch the, watch the sunrise over the crest of the uh-huh, Rockies. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> um, shit, probably like <laughs> Olympic National Parks kind of area, man. Um, I forget what the lake was there, but yeah, it was pretty, pretty scenic. Yeah, scenic. Yeah. Yeah, the kind of shit that you just don't want to end. You know? He was just, <laughs> yeah. dude. It was, it was just, it was that, it was that tight, dude. Because yeah. I, I, I don't know what kind of. Ta- I mean, because people have been shitting outside substantially longer than they've been shitting in toilets in the whole world, oh, yeah. right? Yeah. But I don't understand what kind of fucking pure terror comes over you when you're like, there. I have to shit. Right. What the fuck happens now? Yeah. Like, Dude, you're in the middle of the desert, dude, and there's only a barbed wire fence and fucking semis driving by every three seconds. (laughs) And you're sitting on the barbed wire fence, dude, in between two spikes. He's like, oh. Give him a little nod, man. Give him a little trucker fucking pull your horn fucking sign as they go. That was good. I didn't think. But always carry, like, baby wipes. Baby wipes, yeah. not Baby toilet wipes. paper. Nah, fuck that shit, dude. That's too harsh. He's when like, let's look at some old dude. shit. Yeah. And you can you're use it. They're multi purpose. Oh, totally. You can yeah. Clean your hands with them. Wipe or... your balls down, yeah. fucking armpits. Yeah. Everything, man. Yeah. Wipe barbecue sauce out of your mustache. Totally. So, yeah, he's got it. Dude, Josh has already got this plan, this whole, whole trip sorted <laughs> now. Josh is like, baby wipes, done. Dude, All right. Mustache just smelling like a baby's asshole, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, talking about porta potties. The other day, I went to the park with my kids, uh, and my daughter was like, "I need." My daughter always has to go to the bathroom at the worst time. I'm like on a Ferris wheel at the top. <laughs> I gotta go to the bathroom. <laughs> I'm like, you have to fucking not. <laughs> you have to fucking not go to the bathroom. You have to chill right now. You know? But she's like, "Yeah, I gotta go to the bathroom." There's only those porta potties, right? And I was like, uh, oh, "Fuck my, fuck my whole life." You know? And I was like, "All right." And so I take her there, and you know, we use the bathroom, and I'm like. Obviously, I'm like, just don't fuck, don't touch anything. I'm like, hold your hands together. Like, hold your hands. Don't fucking touch shit. And you then just hover. Her yeah, over. yeah. Whatever yeah. it takes. Whatever yeah. the fuck it takes. And then she like had a hat. She had this little cool hat she was wearing, dude. And that shit dropped in it. No. It just in the middle, dude. Just uh-huh. bam. And she, I see her hand, her little hand. She's all, I'm like, you're no. fucking no. And she's like, dad, my hat. I was like, it's fucking gone forever. Yeah. It be- like it's gone. Daddy's gonna buy you a new hat, yeah. baby. Don't you worry about consider it. Consider it. Consider it fucking dead. Yeah, yeah. You know. And I was like, oh. And then we said about porta potties. I was like, oh. oh. I always get nervous about my for some reason my phone, like because I keep my phone in my back pocket. Oh my god. I always have this fucking fear that my phone's gonna drop in there, you know. And 
And you know how if you lose your phone, you're fucking might as well you lose your life. Like it's over. You know? Dude, then you're just gonna be on you're gonna be on every reservation in America, just oh, driving around aimless. Fuck, dude. Aimless. Yeah. I'd be just riding around in a circle lost. <laughs> <laughs> just a be ten fucked. foot diameter circle just <laughs> Dude, that's when it's time to settle down, dude. That's yeah. when it's time. Well, <laughs> you know? I guess this is guess where I'm going to be for the rest of my here. life. <laughs> Do people think you're homeless? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, the, you know, yeah, yeah, right, yeah, yeah, that's normal. The homeless think I'm homeless sometimes, dude. <laughs> dude. That's a trip, yeah. Yeah, it's fucking funny, man. Like, Because when I'm out there for a while, man, I'll start getting grungy, you know, and looking pretty beat up and stuff. And and uh, I've definitely had quite a few homeless when I roll into a new place, come over and like start giving me like tips, you know, like where the soup kitchen is or, you know, f- safe place to camp or something like that, you know? So I guess I kind of just blend in, you know? Um, Do you ever take the advice? Nah. No? Nah. You're just I like, don't, oh, I don't, want, I don't want to take away from them, dude. You know, like, um, yeah, I mean, I'm doing all right. I could buy a meal, you know. Well, but I so. mean, like camp. Like, hey, there's a safe place. Or you just, uh, or is not, it not really, really safe? Not really, man. Because, like, yeah, I kind of want, I kind of question that, too. If I'm, it's a setup, you know, um, you know, so I kind of just find my own spots, you know. Um, I try to also support the, the you know, the U.S. Po- uh, park system. So if there's like a national park or state park, you know, that, yeah, you got to pay, you know, 15 bucks a night to camp out. I'd. I'd rather do that to support our parks and stuff like that. So I try and camp in that the majority of times. And then when I'm out in, in nowhere, Ville, I camp wherever. Um, but usually those places, man, there was one time I was going through Amboy, California though, man. I don't know if you've ever been to Amboy, but it's out by the Salton Sea. It's like in between Joshua Tree and the Salton Sea, dude. And it's a fucking blip on the map. There's nothing fucking there, dude. Is there like know? one gas station? There's one gas station and an old motel. So like when I'm like looking on my phone, because I was almost running out of like like food and stuff, you know, I need to get supplies. So I look up on my phone and it says like, oh yeah, there's this cafe restaurant spot in Amboy, you know? So I'm getting stoked. I'm thinking, oh, I wonder what they're going to have. I wonder, you know, maybe I'll get a beer, you know, all this shit. So I roll up to Amboy. Amboy, man, it's a fucking rundown old gas station, uh, pretty much an abandoned strip of motels. And uh, kooks, a bunch of kooks, you know? A couple, couple kooks. Oh, dude, there's this one old-timer, man. He's fucking trip. So, like, as soon as I, I pull up, he's outside. He's talking to a couple, you know? And and uh, I put my bike up against the building. I go inside. I buy, you know, I thought the ca- the cafe was going to be open. I was like, yo, the cafe open? He's like, nah, man. We just have some, like, chips and shit over there, you know, some snacks and stuff. So I was like, all right, fine, you know, buy a Pepsi, buy a fucking bag of chips some cookies and shit. I come out, and uh, as soon as I come out, that couple that was talking to this old dude kind of ramble off, you know. And so I start talking to him, like, "Hey, man, how's it going?" And and you know, he he looked, he was very well kept for for a man of his caliber, you know. Like um, he had kind of dark skin, uh, white goatee, white hair, these fucking crazy trans, like loose and blue eyes, man. Like. I fucking man had pretty eyes. I'll tell you that, dude. They were just like, <laughs> they were vibrant, man, you know? So, um, so as soon as I walk up, I say, Hey man, what's going on? He's like, Oh, and he had this, like, it was almost like an Irish accent. It was so out of place for everything. You know, he's like, Oh, are you, on, are you on the bicycle? And I was like, yeah, yeah. And he goes, yes, yes, yes. They told me you were coming. They told me you were coming. I was like, Oh, they did, did they? You know, and we got in some fucking deep rooted <laughs> fucking quantum physics, like craziness, man. This dude was, talking some weird shit that kind of almost made sense if I knew what he was talking about, you know? 
And uh, yeah, he's going off about how his his eyes used to be brown before the encounter and shit. The man. encounter, the encounter. Dude, yeah, you're, just eating, you're eating fucking Cheetos on the bench. Oh, talking totally of, cheesy fingers and all, man. Dude, you're yeah. just like, tell me more. Yeah, yeah me more I want to hear. Yeah, I want to hear it. You know, and oh yes, yes, yes. Uh, yeah, before my encounter, my eyes you can see them now. They're very blue. Yes, yes, yes. I was like, yes, yes. And he's like, oh yes, before the encounter. Then he starts getting into some like crazy quantum physics. He's talking about the itties and the bitties in his brain and shit, man. And, which that actually part part kind of at the time made the most sense out of any, every, like anything I've heard in a long time. The way he explained the itties and the bitties, the itties and the bitties in the brain. Um, you know, you have a lot of itties. It was no, it was the itties and the biggies. The itties and the biggies. You have a lot of itties, but you don't want the biggies. But if you get too many itties, you have a lot of biggies because itties equal the biggies. So if you let too many iggies into the brain, you're going to have a biggie. You don't want the biggie in the brain. And I was like, God damn, dude. No, you do not. I knew exactly what he was fucking talking about that moment in time. Uh, but dude, then he, he he got into like some crazy shit about healing any disease with a Coke, a Coke bottle. Oh. Ben, bending light. <laughs> yeah. Bending light through a Coke, uh, a glass Coke bottle or something like that. Yeah. I... I have no idea what the fuck he's talking about or yeah, you. Yeah, right. it was, about it was that. fucking out there, dude. I try. I, you know, there used to be a uh, a guy that was by uh, another shop we worked at, and I wouldn't see him all the time, but I'd see him enough. And I talked to him, and I thought, you know, I was like, this dude's fucking crazy. Like he's mm. crazy. And then, and then for a while, I was like, he's not crazy, dude. Maybe he's just fucking. Hell Are you talking about the head bum? No, <laughs> that dude's <Same>. sketchy. <laughs> it's kind of. Kind of, you know, and I'd always see my family dollar. <clears throat> He's on the backside of family dollar. And he would, uh, I would walk around there and go get cigarettes or whatever. And I started thinking, he was, I was like, maybe this dude's fucking super smart. Like maybe he's like too smart and it just right. made him crazy. Right. And then, um, one day I talked to him and I realized, no, he's fucking crazy. Yeah. Nope. Not at all. Like I thought I had that moment. Like you uh -huh. had, like I was like, oh, wow. Well, yeah, I realized. But then crazy. I was like, start getting into some dark shit after that. Yeah. I and like, I was oh, like, God, I oh, no, you're crazy as yeah. fuck. Yeah. yeah. But no, the head bum, that, that dude's in a, you know, unfortunately, I think that dude just lives in another dimension. Huh. He sits in the same exact spot and we've seen him for fucking years. And he just sits on the side of a building and just says, like, we've never seen him not there. Uh -huh. He has the one dreadlock, you know, that that rolls up into a pillow. Okay. You know, like super the, fatty. It's like, a, it's like a flat. It's like, like a beaver tail. It's like a beaver tail, uh -huh. dude. And it, it has the creases in it where he rolls it up every night to sleep on it. Huh. He uses it as a pillow. Yeah. And like I don't. And, and I mean, we'd never talk to him. We would always drive by and we would see him. We'd always see him. And then one time we tried to talk to him. And I thought it was going to be, it seemed, you know, like normal. Like I was like, hey, you know you know, what, what's up with, with, with this right here? And he was like, huh? And I was like, what's up with this right here? And he was like, ooh, like you start seeing the crazy come out. And you're like, oh my God, fuck, sorry. You Whoa. Know? Well, we thought, I think that he immediately thought we were going to give him yeah, money. Yeah, I, well, like, I thought, just, I he think thought he, we were going to give him food or money because we, the way we, like. We pulled up to talk to him. Yeah. Right, right. So, Which most people probably don't. No, no, I'm sure yeah. people pass. And like, yeah. he maybe at first, but then after that, then, you know, he started looking crazy and then he started looking like real scared. And I was like, well, like I'm not at all. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I didn't come up here to just stir you up or, or sure, scare yeah, anybody yeah. or do anything. But I was like, man, I could even fucking imagine. I mean, like what? Cause I do look like, you know, uh, you know, a lot fearful. And I was like, what the fuck? You know, I, has any, I mean, I, I don't know what it's like, you know, doing that, but I'm sure at some point, some people's, you know, fuck with them or, you know, I don't know. I don't know what's up, but I know that that one dude I thought was, a genius dude and then realized that 
He wasn't the one. Nah. I'm waiting for yeah. a different one. Yeah. Maybe in his own his own world, he's a genius though. I don't know. And he, that's all that matters, right? When you're in your own world. I mean, he had me convinced for a minute. Well, I appreciate it. I appreciate it, Bob. Yeah, thanks for having me on, man. Thanks for having me at your shop. Um, Hell yeah, it's yeah. been good having you. Yeah, yeah, it's been a, been and, a good stop for sure. You know, hopefully, if sometime in your life, you're, you're on my second lap. Dude. Yeah, I yeah. think I think you should do the next one on a motorcycle. Yeah, either that or I'm gonna get sick of it and just start living out of a van, like get a van, know. dude. Yeah, that just seems so logical. Conversion though. van, dude. Fucking a, dude. With curtains. Oh hell yeah. Shag fucking carpet. Do the little swivel chairs. Oh well, yeah, dude. You, know, you like don't a always want a thirteen-inch TV, dude. Dang, VHS, dude, VHS, you get the VHS yeah, combo, yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. With the real captain's Woo! chair. Yeah. <laughs> with the real, with the swivel captain's <laughs> chair. <laughs> CB radio. Yeah. Dude. Oh hell if you yeah. You get tired dude. of driving, you can just flip around and watch TV with them, dude. <laughs> Put that shit on cruise control, <laughs> <laughs> right? It's on cruise control. It's sorted. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Baba, we uh, we appreciate it, man. And, uh, you know, sorry to talk to you for a day so I could talk to you now. But, right on. Yeah. Um, it's all done. <laughs> yeah. Now we won't have anything else to yeah, say to each other the rest of the time. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be off tomorrow. So <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I better meet Bob before done. he fucking leaves. Yeah.